What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome in the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for finding us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Spotify's Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and all the rest. We're also on Dash Radio every single day. That's the Nothing But Net channel from 7 to 8 p.m. Very easy to download from your app store. Also, check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel, Royal Shepherd, leading our Five Reasons Sky Force group over there on the show that we now call The Post Up. So make sure that you check that out tomorrow for Dolphin fans. On Wednesday, starting at 3.30, we've got a four-hour stream sponsored by Miami Grill and by our friend Louis Peters over at State Farm. And basically, they're going to break down all the free agency news. I know some of it has happened, but there will be more tomorrow with the Dolphins. Might there actually be a Deshaun Watson trade? We'll see. So make sure you check that out on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Of course, FiveReasonsSports.com, where you can find all the latest from Brady Hawk and the rest of our writers. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. That includes best ever. That's BSTEVR.com. You're going to want to use this tomorrow. Sign up tomorrow because as players end up filtering over to the Dolphins and other NFL teams, the NBA platform is not up yet, but it's going to be up soon. But you can play around with it in the NFL. You can play games against each other. They'll simulate it for you. Just plug in a player for one who wasn't who who a player who wasn't on a team last year. Put them onto the team going forward. Play games, and you can kind of see how these things will play out. They'll give you a full box score. They simulate the entire game. They'll even give you a game story. It's really really cool. So make sure you check it out. It's bstevr.com. Again, we're going to be integrating a lot of this stuff on our various platforms and the NBA platform is going to be available soon. So we're going to have all kinds of debates that we're going to settle at bstevr.com. Again, that's for best ever. Make sure you sign up. It's free. And now tonight's episode. One, two, three, four, five. On the floor. Welcome to five on the floor, a daily show on the Miami heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick. With Alex Toledo and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on five on the floor. Today's floor plan, we've got Alex Toledo at the arena. We've got Greg Sylvander and I are both at home tonight. Different homes, of course, different states. Miami Heat, another easy victory tonight, or one of their easier ones, actually. 113 to 98. Um, actually got outscored in the fourth, 22-18, but the game was over by then. Jimmy Butler, 28-12-4 with two steals. I mean, it's 11 of 16 from the field, 6 of 6 from the line. I hate to say it's becoming kind of ho-hum for Jim VP, but uh, that's what it's looking like lately. Uh, Kelly Olynyk, another strong performance back in the starting lineup. Still in the starting lineup, but back over at the four, playing with Bam Adebayo. Bam back tonight. Kelly was a team best, plus 21 17 points, eight rebounds, four assists, three steals, and two blocks on Bam Adebayo in his return from knee tendonitis, 14, nine, and six. 
in 30 minutes. Duncan Robinson made four threes. Kendrick Nunn made a couple of threes. Really didn't need much from the bench tonight, uh, although they did get 15 points from Tyler Hero on four of 13 shooting. Uh, we're not going to spend a lot of time on this tonight. I, I, I Alex, we'll go to you first tonight if you can. Um, you're at the arena right now. What did you see up close? Well, I saw them finally put away teams that they're supposed to, not really let them come back into the game, which is what I was kind of expecting to come at some point in the second half there, and it never really came. Uh, so, you know, it's good that they're back to doing that. You know, Cleveland got off to that hot start originally, back to being just a, you know, a mediocre Eastern Conference lower level team. And they got, they got you know, the, the this is the stuff that they've struggled with, is putting these, these teams away and just kind of, eat, you know, eating shit in that regard. Sorry for the language, but like they got, they did what they were supposed to tonight. You were saying that pre-show and that's exactly what happened. Like they really took control of the game early on and held on, onto that control, did not let the, you know, the Cleveland Cavaliers come back. Jimmy, once again, just absolutely took control. I think Bam looked okay in his first game back. I think the defense really just continues to stand out. Like they're absolutely connected, you know, whatever, if whether they're running man or whether they're running that 2-2-1 two, two, full court press into a zone, they're pretty connected on defense. I love what I'm seeing from there. Like the rotations are really crisp and it's just another good sign that this is, you know, what's been going on on that end has been sustainable. Yeah, I mean, like obviously the Jimmy Butler – uh, conversation continues. The, the dude is just unbelievable the way that he controls tempo and just everything he does for this team. But now you're seeing the balanced scoring attack with uh, six guys in double figures. I think it's important to acknowledge KZ Akpala got rotation minutes, 24 minutes tonight. Like he was a part of what the heat was doing from a overall rotation perspective. And I think that he's either been kind of boom or bust from a playing time perspective. He's either like in the starting lineup and getting featured or he's buried on the bench. And today he actually had a role. And, um, and I thought that he had moments where he looked like he was becoming more and more comfortable. So that's worth acknowledging. Um, and this is the other thing I, I just kind of want to point to that they're starting to clean stuff up and you're seeing adjustments. They were, uh, getting kind of killed on the offensive glass in the first half. They ended up, uh, with 16 offensive rebounds by the end of the game. That was one more than Cleveland. So they started to, uh, not only hold Cleveland back off of the glass, but start to kind of take advantage of that themselves. Um, and so these are just small things. They're starting to out rebound their opponents. They're shooting better from three thirty-seven percent tonight. These, this is the recipe for them getting back on track and they're continuing. Um, so Alex just tweeted this out. So I'll, I'll read this, uh, bam out of bio talking about Jimmy's defensive intensity. It's contagious. I kind of try to challenge Jimmy on the defensive end who can get the most stops between the two of us. I don't know who won today. First game back. So I don't know if we count this one, but I think I won. Um, again, the offense looked really crisp tonight and that's kind of what I've been waiting for because the defense has been at that level now for a while. And it's been at that level without bam, which is again, a sign of uh, a sign kind of, of, of the way that Kelly's played of late. But I also want to get to the point that you made, Greg, that the other significant takeaway tonight was Akpala. It appears that they're not just viewing him as a placeholder. Now they're viewing him as an actual piece that can help. I, I recommend people listen to the pod that you guys did last night on KZ versus precious. Cause it seems like for now they've chosen KZ. So we may see that kind of ebb and flow throughout the course of the season, but that's an additional rotation player. Now, is that a rotational player because they're looking to make a move? We're going to talk about that a little bit in the second part of the episode. Maybe he's a player that they can move. Maybe somebody Showcase. else comes in. 
and slides them away. But we will get to that. But it is interesting to me that KZ, uh, he's getting rewarded. And, and I think it's kind of what Spolster always says, make me notice you, right? And I think KZ has done a little more lately to make him uh, be noticed. But I do want to talk a little bit more about Bam. I mean, he doesn't miss much time, guys. So when he misses some games, you kind of want to see how he's going to come back. I thought he stayed in his lane tonight. Um, didn't really try to do too much. He was a little bit rusty at times. But you could kind of see what he gives them. But additionally, the fact that Kelly was still able to be a playmaker like he was tonight next to Bam was the, I mean, the Jimmy thing, again, we're kind of taking it for granted, but that was the one thing you wanted to see. And I think Greg, we saw it. You're right. And like, you remember, you know, back when like every metric known to man said that KO and bam were, you know, that that front court pairing was just, you you had to have them together and uh, we didn't see enough of it initially. Um, And then, you know, Hassan was in the way and there was a whole bunch of other hurdles. Well, now we're back to it. I think they should stick to it. I really do. I feel like, um, Bam danced according to the music that's played tonight. He didn't over try, you know, try to overdo it and get back in the flow of the offense and rush things. So I think it was a perfect game for him to ease into things. And I think at this stage of his development, that's good for him. He still had six assists and only tur- two turnovers. So he's sharp from a playmaking perspective, cleaned up on the boards with nine rebounds, was efficient. So, I mean, uh, Bam's going to be just fine. And it was just, it's good to see him back on the court because obviously we know this team is only going as far as Jimmy and Bam can take them. Alex, when when they win easy, we don't hear the Bam needs to be more aggressive stuff, right? Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right about that. I think the you know the Bam aggression aggression thing is always the conversation that we can point out when we're frustrated with the Heat. And although I generally agree with the, that sentiment, I think you have a point there. I mean, I thought he looked okay tonight. It's more of the same from Bam. We know he's really effective on both ends of the floor. I agree with what you said. I feel like he, he wasn't looking for his shot too much tonight. I think a little bit less than usual. But then I, I'm looking at the box score right now. He ended up taking 14, and it felt like he, he played a more passive game. But he took his 14 field goal attempts. I'm glad he got that there. Only three free throws, but still a productive game. And uh, as long as uh, – the fact that he played and played pretty well is good to me just because I was a little bit nervous – and concerned about the, the tendonitis and the fact that he was out for a little bit there, given that he's, he's not usually out much. So I'm just glad to see him back out there doing his thing. All right, we're going to get to some forward-looking stuff and transaction stuff in the next part of the episode. Before we do, though, I want to tell you, you got to go check out my bookie this week for sure, because obviously it's tournament week. Um, everybody's filling out those brackets, but there's another way to play this thing, and you can play all that stuff on my bookie as well. But you also, if you you can enter their contest where you can select, try to select the winners from 63 tournament games for a chance at 10 grand in cash prizes, and it's only a buck to enter. It doesn't matter whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props. MyBookie.ag has got you covered. So sign up today at MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code 5, F-I-V-E. Again, that's the promo code 5 to secure a deposit bonus up to 1000 bucks promo code five to claim your first deposit bonus college ball, NBA, NHL, the Panthers are hot. You may want to bet them right now, no matter the sport, no matter the minute from tip off to buzzer, MyBookie.ag puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting as well, but definitely enter that contest. It's just a buck. Go to MyBookie.ag. Use the code five. All right. Um, there was also some, a report today during the, this show is sponsored by better help. 
What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Game from Kevin O'Connor, who's been right on on a bunch of stuff. We haven't talked a ton about Trevor Ariza here on Five on the Floor, even though... He's basically been working out in Miami for a couple of months. The Heat have made a run at him many times in the past. They almost signed him back the year that they signed Luol Deng. But Deng at the time uh, was willing to take a shorter deal than Ariza was. Yeah. And so if you remember, Ariza went to Houston. It was very close. But this very resurfaced. close, though. Very close. And, and I had conversations about him afterwards. It, again, it just came down to years. Um, Deng was willing, I think, at the time to take three for 30. Yeah. Uh, he's still getting paid by the Lakers, by uh-huh. the way. Uh, and 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 Ariza was was wanted to go out four years, um, but they could have him cheap. And we've talked about OKC a bunch, Greg. So what's the latest there? So Kevin O'Connor, um, this was at nine thirty nine p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. Um, sources: The Heat and Thunder discussing a trade that would send Trevor Ariza to Miami. OKC is seeking a second round pick for Ariza from the numerous playoff teams with interest. Um, so the Heat do have a second round pick at their disposal to trade. Um, and uh, the other thing with the Thunder is they uh, can release protections from that pick that they own that is um, that has protections and and make it unprotected. And that has been the precedent was set with the Milwaukee. Uh, Indiana trade involving Malcolm Brogdon, where uh, Indiana basically relinquished um, protections on a pick and it cost a second round pick. So that's what it's going to cost essentially. So maybe that could be part of this deal. Um, the minute that I started to hear about the Ariza stuff, which it, you're right, like he's been working out in Miami. It's known that he is a player that would always have been interested uh, as a fit in Miami. Um it looks like they would even be open-minded to expanding it to see what they could get from Houston. So this could get bigger. And I have a feeling like we've talked a lot about this being a really like soft deadline. It may not be filled with like the Bradley Beal blockbuster mm-hmm. names. 
I think there's going to be some seismic trades because teams are just looking to kind of shuffle the decks. And this Houston OKC Miami three-way deal is something that is real. How much, Alex, would Ariza help the Heat now? Because he's gone through some ups and downs in recent years, although he was very effective for Portland when they picked him up. Uh, He gave them something that they missed afterwards when they didn't have him. But now we're seeing Akpala get some of these minutes now, too. I, I don't know that they can count on KZ necessarily like they could at Trevor Ariza. But is this just simply to take some of the burden off Andre, essentially? Well, yeah. And I think like Ariza is essentially, if if they were to pull off this deal in a vacuum, I think he would be the actual crowd of replacement, right? Like I think he, he fills into that role a lot easier than a guy like KZ or a guy like Mo Harkless. And I think Trevor Ariza is somebody who you pick up and, you know, it's no guarantee that he's going to be back to normal, but I don't see why not. Like I saw that video of him working out with, uh, Stanley Remy in here in Miami. He looks lean. I know that he's he hasn't been out. He hasn't been not playing because of any injury issues. So you don't have to worry about that part. It's been personal family stuff with him. Uh, I know, and, and I was looking at his numbers before, and you were right. Like, I think he, he played a lot better in Portland than he did in Sacramento uh, that last season that he played. And look, like, I think he fills in kind of right into that role that we're talking about there as a four. I think he's somebody who, in all those years in Houston, he was taking six, seven threes a game. And he's a career 35% three-point shooter, and that's about where he is. So, again, I really do feel like he's just like the the cheapest, easiest option available to nab somebody in that Crowder replacement role. And just to clarify, uh, Trevor Ariza makes $12.8 million. He is an expiring contract, so it just so happens that Myers Leonard, $9.4 million, and Mo Harkless, $3.6 million get you right there in terms of a trade. He had a second-round pick. So that's probably the type of package you're looking for for Ariza. Two guys who aren't playing, right? Obviously, Meyer is probably not going to play for them again, and and Harkless uh, hasn't been able to find his way onto the court. I will say, Trevor Ariza, and I had a conversation with Shane Battier years ago about this. There are certain players who just fit better on good teams. When they're on bad teams like a Sacramento and they're asked to do more than they're sort of typically used to, they don't play that well. Like Shane Battier is like on a bad team, I'm useless. He's like, there's I can't create offense. I, there's nothing I but you put me on a good team where I can just kind of figure out where I need to fit, what holes I need to plug. Trevor Ariza is a Shane Battier type player. Um, and you remember how Shane would play small ball four. It's a very similar type thing. He's not as physical um, as Crowder is, and he's not as athletic as he used to be, but there's a real comfort level. The Heat know him really well. And we say this all the time. Okay. We say this all the time. They always come back to guys. Okay, if there's a guy that they were interested in before, they always come back to him. All right, we got one more very quick topic to get to here, but I want to make sure we touch on it because uh, we got a team that the Heat are playing next that is interesting, to say the least, um, and we want to certainly get to it. Before we do, though, I want to tell you about Manscaped.com. Use the code 5RSN for for 20% off and free shipping. That's right. For anything that they offer there, either the Perfect Package 3.0 or the new signature scent, the new cologne, light, approachable, and gentlemanly in all the right ways. We had some people kind of tweeting out their packages, the Manscaped packages at us. Thankfully, that was it. Um, but we appreciate you doing that and promoting the code. Again, it's 20% off plus free shipping. Use the code 5RSN. That's the number 5 RSN. The beautifully designed glass bottle makes a statement. The manly scent is attractive to scent the mood. You figure out the rest. And I have to say this, I'm contractually obligated. Your balls and your body 
Well, thank you. All right, let's get to the next team here. Memphis, guys, um, real quick. Justice, is there some? Is this significant in any way? Are you looking forward to this? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I know Justice is too. That's for that's for sure. You already know Justice is going to be looking forward to this game. Uh, I've seen that he's been playing pretty well as of late. Nothing, nothing too crazy. You know, it's not like he, he put it all together and everything is going fantastic. But he's still doing his thing on defense. Like I, I've seen a, a lot of clips of him defending guys like Luca and others, and just hassling players, haggling players out there, especially perimeter guys. I'm glad Justice is back and doing his thing, too, because, uh, you know, he's, he's doing some stuff, taking more jumpers now, too. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to take it at the heat in this next game. See, I'm going to take the opposite approach. Um, you know what? Like, I'm over this whole Justice Winslow thing. Justice is not better. Um, he's Ooh. not being utilized as the point guard that everybody said he was going to be and like he would be maximized as this point guard. That's not how they're using him in Memphis. So this they isn't have a some superstar point guard already. This isn't some resurgence of Justice Winslow. He's barely had double figures in very many games. And I hope, I hope for Justice Winslow's sake that he decides to go at Jimmy Butler because I've, I've heard from um, some pretty re respected NBA analysts that uh, Justice has been playing a lot at the three. So maybe he'll get matched up with Jimmy and he can get humbled and uh, that'll be a lot of fun to watch. So I'm kind of coming at it from a little bit of a more petty angle. Sorry, folks, but, um, but that's what I'm looking for. Uh, in tomorrow night's game. I'm looking for Jimmy to humble justice. I, I kind of come in between the two of you. Uh, I liked justice personally when I covered him. I will always root for him in that regard. I had high hopes for what he could become. And with that being said, we never I got don't to see it. He, I, well, it's not that we never got to see it. I don't think he handled the end particularly well. I just don't from, from what I know from the inside. And I, I, I think that he, he had more resentment towards the heat organization than I really think was valid, honestly. And it was disappointing because like I said, I like justice personally. I, I like what he represents. I, I love the fact that he's got varied interests and man, he was a good guy with the media. There's a bunch of things that I like about justice, but I just, he didn't handle the end particularly well. And, and I think that, you know, I think the heat felt spurned by him and I'm not saying I'm always going to take the heat side on everything, but I think in this case, they just wanted to get the guy back on the court. That that was my view of it. And they, they got the sense that this guy did not want to be back on the court. He, he may dispute that, but he yeah. said he wanted to be the face of the franchise. And I, I do think they gave him a runway and an opportunity. And he just, in my view, didn't take it. So it's not hey, personal. I wrote justice better. I mean, like, I, there's no I better advocate than me, but like, no, the ship has sailed. No more justice better. Forget you know, it. I, I, we're going to end the, end the page on, on justice after this game or whatever. Can I just play devil's advocate here? Because, like, to me, the justice thing, we never really got to see that opportunity that you're talking about. I, I mean, not, you know, not that this matters anymore. Obviously, I'm, you know, the, the trade that they pulled off was great. It took, it got them to the finals. They needed that type of trade to get to that step that they got to. But just from talking about justice in a vacuum, like, man, he really didn't get that opportunity. And to me, like, kind of making it about whether or not he wanted to be the franchise player when it seems like from his end, he felt like he was rushed back from, you know, those things he was dealing with too quickly. I'm obviously not the one with reporting here, so I'm not here to deny anything. But Alex, saying, this isn't an organization that typically does that. That's what I'll say. They, they tend to go the other direction on that stuff. And that's why it was a very strange circumstance. And as and I was told, when but I was all I'm saying is it might be a valid concern for him to feel I, that way. If like he was dealing with some serious stuff, I remember like with the, what was it? The head, the hip, 
Well, they, they traded him and made the finals. Game over. Next. I'm, yeah, I'm going to let it close there. We'll do more of this tomorrow. Alex, you got to go eat. Go eat. Get, leave the arena. We'll argue justice tomorrow. Uh, we'll, uh, and we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back and handle all this. All right. Follow Tropical Blanket for all the latest for tonight. Also, Brady Hawk. Thanks to Greg. Thanks to our sponsors. Bestever.com, B-S-T-E-V-R.com, Manscaped.com. Use the code 5RSN. MyBookie.com. Use the code 5 when you fill out those tournament brackets. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.